All right. Hello, hello, beautiful people. So let me start this off by saying, yeah, you didn't see me last Friday. And you didn't see me last Friday. We're going to start this episode with why (laughs) I was not here. And I promise you it is quite interesting. And the main reason for that is because I had every intention and was in a really good mood after putting up the last episode after I told y'all I was in a rut and I was really trying to get out of it. And by the time the episode had actually gone live, I had been eating well. I had been working out for a few days last two weeks ago now. Well, yeah, last weekish. And let me just tell you, I was coming out of the rut and the the semi-dark place, and I was in a really good mood. I was editing my last, well, my soon-to-be-next, rather, YouTube video, and then my laptop shut off. Yo, I kid you not, my laptop shut off, and there was no life to be found after that. <laughs> so what I did was I tried multiple plugs. I noticed that it wasn't charging at all it had just randomly shut off in the middle of me editing that video and i couldn't turn it back on no matter how many plugs i tried to try and plug it in i tried different cables different ports the actual plug for the wall outlet i even left it to charge overnight and the next morning it was not turning back on and i was devastated So I made an appointment for the Apple store and luckily I have Apple care on it, but I took it there. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. So they had to ship it out to be repaired where they shipped it. I don't know when they shipped it. I don't know because I was supposed to be getting updates, not only on the little link that they sent me via email, but also via text and Let me just skip ahead and say that I have my laptop back now, thank goodness. All of my data was backed up, thank goodness. But I have this laptop back for a laptop that never technically shipped according to the site that they gave me and little text notifications. I just got a notification when it was ready for pickup. Go freaking figure. Anyway, they ended up replacing the logic board They replaced my Touch ID. Essentially enough work for me to question whether or not they just gave me a new laptop. I noticed that there's no scratch. It's the tiniest of, of slivers of scratches that I had on the top of my MacBook Air. And that scratch is nowhere to be found now. So I didn't have to pay anything because of Apple Care, although the quote for the work was $478 that I do not have to, well, I have it, but I am not paying that (laughs) because I did absolutely nothing wrong to the laptop. The laptop was clearly defunct. Anyway, so I was out of my laptop and then I kind of let myself get into a little bit of a funk because there was just a lot going on in terms of personal and 
money that I needed to spend to go out the door for various reasons. And I was just really feeling it. And I let myself feel it for like a day. And then I said, all right, you know what? It is what it is. We'll miss the podcast for this week, meaning last week. And once we get the laptop back, this is me talking to myself. So it's the royal we. (laughs) We're going to get our shit together and just get back on track. So here I am, four and a half minutes into the podcast already, telling you about how I am back on track. But even with the little setback, and I'm saying it's little, I'm definitely minimizing it now after the fact, I was able to get in great workouts last week. I really cleaned up my eating quite a bit. This week, not so much. I had quite a few sweets, but I'm back on track today. And I just feel so much better just by eating better, taking the proper supplements, and getting up and exercising. And it's not its not that I didn't want to do those things. I honestly don't know what the mental block was for me doing each of those things. But now here I am feeling much better, and I hope that you're feeling better too, because it's been two weeks. I hope that you've done at least one thing over the past two weeks consistently that is solely for you and your well-being. So today I wanted to talk about, and this is going to hopefully be a short episode, this idea of begging God for something and not being ready for the thing that you are praying for, begging for, wishing for. And this was really inspired by this absolutely amazing, in my eyes, Hollywood starlet. I mean, she's a triple threat. The most, (laughs) one of the most, or a couple of the most culturally prominent things you might have seen this beautiful woman in. Her name is A.J. Johnson, by the way. Our house party, yes, house party, kid and play, and baby boy with Tyrese and Taraji P. Henson. And I mean, her catalog is extensive and she is an amazing actress, an amazing dancer. I believe for a while she was kind of like a life coach. She might still be a life coach, but I just find everything about her aura and her presence on social media, at least I don't know her personally, absolutely refreshing and wonderful and just genuinely kind. So she said on an Instagram video, I guess a reel, damn, I'm old. Anyway, (laughs) so she said she was talking to one of her friends with whom she prays with and they discuss all the spiritual aspects of their lives. And she mentioned that she had been praying for something. And the friend said to her, wait, didn't you pray about this last week? Or haven't you already prayed about this? And she said, yeah. And the friend says, well, why are you begging God at this point? You've already prayed about it. Now you're just begging. (laughs) And you could see something in her shift, even as she retold this story, because it resonated with her in a way of, well, wow, am I begging God? 
And it resonated with me because I keep praying for a ton of things. And I'm so sorry if you are not spiritual or religious in this way. This episode may not be for you, or it may if you would like to be blessed and just have a revelation moment within yourself for any other purpose in your life. Essentially, the idea was that once you are faithful in God and what you're praying for, you make you make that request to God or you say that prayer to God and you know that it will be fulfilled in the best possible way for you because God is a faithful God, a loving God, and he does not give us something that is not for us. And even if it if even if it's not necessarily for us, it's something that we might need to go through in order to get to what's for us. I digress. The point of this was for me personally, and I feel comfortable enough to share this, I have been praying for discipline. Right? And I have been praying for focus and abundance whether it be of love, of support, of financial resources, money, (laughs) in this case. I had been praying for all of this, and I always say this to my partner, my boyfriend, you have to meet people halfway. And I might have been meeting God, like 2%. (laughs) Some people in my life might say I'm being dramatic, and it's not really 2%, it's probably closer to 50%. But to me, it feels like I'm just not where I should be or where I could be in terms of being ready for all of the other things that I'm praying for in addition to those stepping stones that I'm praying for, those building blocks that I'm praying for. So I feel like once I heard that and I had already been working out and eating a little bit better by the time I saw this on AJ Johnson's Instagram, I thought, wow, maybe I'm not ready for it. And I'm begging God at this point because I'm not faithful enough that it will be fulfilled. And I'm also not faithful enough to and within myself to meet God at least halfway or at least try to meet God halfway because if you are extremely faithful in God and you have seen amazing, miraculous things happen in your life, you might not think that there's ever a way to get halfway there with God, especially if you have been blessed in abundance. But that's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying what effort are we putting forth? And in this case, what effort was I putting forth in order to be ready for that abundance that I was praying for? What effort was I putting in to be disciplined so that I could get that hyper-focused discipline that I was really requesting of God? And I wasn't. Shoot, sometimes I'm still not. Me just sitting here is already a part of me trying to get to that point where I am trying to meet God somewhere or where I'm trying to elevate myself to the point where God will have an opportunity for me and I won't miss it because I was I was screwing up. 
So this week on our journey, and I mean this for you, yes, you, you the one listening, and me, what are we begging for? And how can we stop begging? We're only going to pray about it once, maybe twice. And we're going to leave that alone. And now what are we doing to prepare for that blessing? Or what are we doing to get ready for that opportunity to be blessed? What are we doing to properly equip ourselves for the next level or the next thing? Because God can do so many wonderful things. What a what are we doing to be ready for that thing that God is going to do in our lives? And I know that this podcast <laughs> does not have superly overly religious tones or spiritual tones, but something about this message was just really on my heart to share with other people and to just be transparent about me being lazy. <laughs> and I get that I'm still trying to find a balance between purposeful rest and mindful rest and efficient and effective productivity that's not overly productive to the point of burnout, but that's also not overly lax to the point of nothing's getting done. I'm still really trying to find that balance. And to be honest, it's hard and it's very difficult for me at this stage in life because I still struggle with this idea of what I thought my life was going to be. And it's funny because there's this saying, there's this, I guess it's a saying, it's a phrase, I hear it quite often. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And maybe that's (laughs) what this is. Things aren't going according to my plan or plans. And God is up there laughing (laughs) right now because everything is probably going according to his plan or her plan. Yeah, so I struggle the most. And this is me being very transparent because I don't think I've ever said this out loud to anyone else besides maybe my therapist when I was in therapy is I struggle with feeling a little bit of shame because I feel like I've kind of gone backwards so I don't remember if I've said this on the podcast before I have a BA in or a BBA in accounting, and I have my MBA with a concentration in management information systems. I had a job before I even left college and grad school. I went to work in public accounting. I made a decent amount of money. Then I left to go into industry, made even more money, way more money than I expected to be seeing at that stage in my career. And then I was unhappy. I was burnt out. I was feeling unfulfilled. And I really feel like a large part of my purpose on this earth was to help people. And working in corporate America, in corporate tax, I didn't feel like I was helping anyone. And I think that 
all the time that I was spending at work was hindering me from feeling and having the energy to do that extra or go that extra mile in order to help people and to volunteer and do all of the things that I really, really wanted to do somewhere deep down inside. So I said, okay, I want to work for myself and I want to do individual tax. Now I knew it was going to be a long, hard road to build up my clientele and to really build a business. And I knew also that I would probably have to work part-time or do something to help supplement my income because I'm not making as much and I also just need money to live. (laughs) I'm a grown woman. I can't just mooch off of friends and family, no matter how wonderful and supportive they are, because they have been supportive and wonderful in many different ways. That's just not in my nature. I don't like to feel like a bum or a hobosexual for various reasons. So I'm struggling with the shame of feeling like I've taken a step back because I worked so hard to gained this level of prestige, if we can even call it that, and get into, I guess, more white-collared work than anyone in my immediate family has ever been in. And now to step back and be working part-time or in some instances feel like I'm going back a level, (laughs) it feels... It's just very tough to swallow, and I don't know why, because it's not like I grew up super privileged. I grew up middle class, I would say, and I there were times where I wanted for things, but all of my necessities, everything that I ever needed was always provided for me as a child and growing up. So it's not that I grew up And I never grew up ashamed, actually. I never grew up feeling ashamed of where I came from. If anything, I was always very proud of my family and proud of my accomplishments whenever I would be able to take a look at things in retrospect. But I think it's a societal pressure that I feel somewhere in the back of my mind that's giving me this feeling of shame and doubt and feeling behind. And I don't know why, because when I was in my teens and my early, uh, maybe my maybe my late teens, very early 20s, where I was who I was, if I had something to say, I would just say it. And I was very confident in who I was and what I was doing. And now here I am, very depleted in confidence and very depleted in a lot of things, I would say, that a lot of boisterousness, is that the word I'm looking for? Possibly. A lot of that boldness that I had when I was younger and a lot of not regrets, because I don't regret anything per se, but a lot of what ifs, if I had made these leaps and bounds that I'm trying to make now or done some of the things that I really wanted to do 
when I was busting my butt in college instead of doing other things, maybe I would feel or be a little bit further ahead than I am right now. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, but I hope that this is resonating with somebody. There's just a feeling of fear and shame and embarrassment, I would say, in taking that step back and not being at the same level that I was when I was working in corporate America. And I think that there's just a lot of brainwashing and unlearning that I need to do as far as classism and societal standards. Because I'm not the type of person to turn my nose up at anyone. If anything, I feel like I treat everyone equally across the board. So I don't know why I would look down upon myself (laughs) in working part-time, whether it be in customer service or which is kind of what I did part-time a couple of months ago. But yeah, I don't know why I have this resistance or this feeling of shame because that's not how I grew up. That's not how I treat people. That's not how I look at other people. So I really need to focus on learning how to give myself grace. And I think that overcoming that shame, embarrassment, guilt even maybe, and just general fear (laughs) is part of this journey and part of me learning so that I'm not begging God for things and part of me really knowing how to do, how to be disciplined and how to be focused on myself for once. And I don't mean it in a selfish worldly way. I mean it as in focusing on what that inner voice is telling me, what my spirit is telling me and what God is telling me because I feel like I've worked so hard for so long to attain a lifestyle. A lifestyle is the best word. To attain a lifestyle. And the lifestyle was what was fitting into my plan. But when I really sit down, and I need to go back to meditating, but when I sit down and assess and analyze what it is that really speaks to me in life and what I feel a calling toward. It's not those things that previously fit into this lifestyle box, this aesthetic that I was trying to meet or trying to attain or achieve. So I ask you again, what are you begging God for? And What are some things that you can do to meet God halfway or meet God a quarter of the way or just start prepping yourself to be ready for the things that you were begging God for that you're no longer begging God for? Because I can tell you right now, I've started exercising, I've started eating better, and I'm really working on routines and getting my ish together (laughs) so that I can be ready for those things that I was practically begging for, well, was begging for, and so that I can do more for you, yes, you listening, and anyone else listening, 
as a community, because I do feel like part of my calling was to help communities or maybe even to build communities. And I'm not good at that right now. I'm barely good at communicating with my friends, but that's something else that I'm, I'm working on and I'm going to work on. I'm going to leave it with God once or twice. (laughs) And I'm just going to put my head down and do the work because that's all that we can do at the end of the day once we leave the rest with God. So with that, I hope that this episode was short, relatively short and sweet and to the point. And I hope that you, yes, you have a blessed and wonderful week ahead. And now that I have my laptop back and all of the resources at my fingertips and I'm not begging God and I'm putting in the work myself, I will see you beautiful. Well, you'll hear me, beautiful people, next Friday. And with that, I am out. You have a blessed and wonderful one. Peace.